0: Welcome to Upper Dublin High School, Dresher, Pennsylvania. For this non-league tilt, LaSalle versus Malvern Prep. In a battle of two very solid football teams here, Malvern 2-0 and LaSalle. Malvern Prep yet to give up a point this year. They went out to Chicago in Soldier Field and then went down to Atlantic City to play Holy Spirit. Both of those, a 37-0 win and then a 34-0 win. Neither gave up a point. Bob Long runs Rob Stott alongside, and Malvern Prep will start from the 26-yard line. Quarterback will take the snap, bust his way through a bit of the secondary, and he will go for a gain of five yards. Rashawn Lusain will take the first snap from center. Rob, now we thought that Nick Maris, the junior transfer from Episcopal, was going to be the quarterback here tonight, but we're seeing Rashawn Lussein.
1: Bob, not sure what's up with that, but yeah, that's, uh, don't know why, you know, the team that put up 70-plus points in two, offent- two games, you know, making a switch here.
0: And we'll see Shane see him in the secondary as well. Now the handoff comes to the outside, cutting across the 40-yard line and down, right at that stripe for our first down, the Quincy Malvern Prep Adams. Friars and Quincy Watson there. First and 10 coming up for the Friars, dressed in their gold helmets, white tops, and navy blue pants. LaSalle in their gold helmets, navy blue tops, gold pants. Four across the defensive line for the Explorers. The inside handoff comes to number six, Rich Haney. And he goes for about two yards, gobbled up by the defensive line of the Explorers. And now that was the first snap, Robert. We saw Nick Maris, their normal quarterback, number 16, a junior, into the game. Second and nine, ball was spotted at the 40-yard line. They need the midfield stripe for a first down. Snap to Maris in the shotgun. Off to Lusane. He will get about a yard, maybe that. And that's about it. They swarmed in there, Bob. A screen good pass came effort. to number seven, and yes, a good defensive effort, like you say, Rob. And It'll be third and long for the Explorers. They gave up a first down in their first series. But now showing the ability to guard on the outside on that screenplay. Malvern will once again come out in the shotgun. The running back, Zach Fernandez, to the right of Maris. Two receivers to the outside, one to the near side. Takes the snap. Five-step drop. Now drifts towards seven. The screen pass to Fernandez. Needs a lot of help to get there. No blocking comes, and he's wrapped up at the 48-yard line. Another, Fourth and long will come.
1: Another great defensive effort there, Bob. They just, they explore, sat back, let that Let him dump off and just came and swarmed him and got the stop.
0: Punt will come now from number five, Zach Fernandez. He will play on the defensive side of the ball as a defensive back. He'll also play as the running back, as you saw. Now he's also the punter. Fourth and seven. Takes a run for it. He's going to take a run for it. The block comes. He's past the 50-yard line inside to the 45 and a first down comes for malvern prep robbie saw what he did there he was ready for that rugby style punt and he was just seeing where the blocking came he saw it and he went
1: tucked it and went and he had space too explorers i guess sort of early in the game you're sitting back ready for the punt to come and not expecting
0: it and just took advantage of that from the 45 yard line on the explorer half Malvern offense back onto the field, igniting this crowd with 8.53 and counting to go in the first quarter. Explorer offense yet to hit the field. Maris in the shotgun. Fakes the handoff, comes across the middle, wide open there is number 81 for Malvern Prep. That's Billy Murphy. Murphy, the third option for this offense, goes down inside the 30 yard line at the 29. Bob, this is
1: a defense I was looking to get off the field. So, I I mean, they got to be ready here.
0: 8-25 and counting here. Ball spotted at the 21, 29-yard line. Excuse me, Maris in the shotgun. Inside handoff comes. Stop made after about three yards. He went off the left tackle down at the 26-yard line. That was O'Shawn Allison. And we'll see a lot of O'Shawn Allison today, Rob, one of our feature players. He went for over 150 yards in their last game against Holy Spirit and brings a lot of moves and athleticism to the table. Yeah, this is, this is
1: a kid that, uh, you know, he, he's, <laughs> he's not built like your typical high school running back. He, he looks like he's ready to be at the next level, and I, I expect to see a lot of him tonight.
0: Handoff comes inside once again to Allison. Makes a guy miss at the 25-yard line. Brought down. At the 15, a first down once again for Malvern Prep, and he's got the moves of a not so typical high school court running back. So Tom Flavin was on the stop for the
1: Explorers. That's going to be an issue all night. If you don't contain him, he's he's a quick guy. He's got elite skills, and it's he's going to be a tough stop.
0: Clock matriculating drive here for Malvern Prep. Nick Maris is in the shotgun. O'Shawn Allison to his right. The screen pass comes out wide. Play made by the Explorers right at the line of scrimmage. They'll nudge forward for about two yards. Mike Fay, the primary wide receiver for this Malvern Prep Friar team on the, on the catch and able to fall forward for, call it a yard. first quarter, still scoreless here. LaSalle versus Malvern Prep right here on Bob Long Sports. Nick Maris in this Friar offense, driving the ball down the field. And now they fake the inside handoff, right off the middle, a touchdown! Right up the seam, number 18, Ian Murray, the tight end. And the senior puts Malvern on the board, it's 6-0. You think back, Bob, this is a drive that the Explorers were
1: thinking they were off the field. You know, that that fourth down punt fake sets the Friars up, and they take advantage early in this one.
0: Now it'll be the kicker, Garrett Riley, number 86. He will line it up. Mike Fay, the wide receiver, will be the holder. Looks in, good snap, decent hold, and it's up and good. The Explorers... The defense relents on the first possession. Malvern Prep goes down the field and gets a touchdown. It's 7-0 to the Friars. We'll take a quick break here. Come back for the ensuing kickoff. You're listening to LaSalle College High School football right here on Bob Long Sports. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, L-Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. L-Mark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you ElmarkSigns.com Your choice for custom signs and design Tom Flavin there on the reception, and the Explorers will get the offense started right there.
1: And they're going to have to look for a response here, Bob, and if they they can get one, if they can get put any kind of points on the board, that'll be the first surrendered by Malvern all year long.
0: That's exactly right. 34 to nothing and 37 to nothing in their first two games. The first, they went out to Chicago. They played St. Rita's at Soldier Field, and then they went down to Atlantic City where they played Holy Spirit local school down there. Chris Ferguson, number 17, will bring his offense onto the field. Nick Ranella will line up to his left. Cy Madden will be in the slot. Now Ranella comes out wide as well. He will receive the screen at the 23 yard line. Makes one man mess at the 30. Cuts across to the 35. Makes another man mess at the 35. Now to the 50. One man to beat to the 40 to the 30. Jumps, jumps oh. over the player and goes out of bounds at the 25 yard Electric line. Electric run there. Rinella.
1: Electric run. just Bouncing off defenders keeping his balance and man, what a move.
0: So that's one way to get it started. Nick Ranella, with a couple huge breakings of tackles and uh, the Explorers moving down the field quickly.
1: You're looking for a response and, and man, to get one on the first play like that is, is something. Got this crowd fired up.
0: Now Ferguson under center here. He will back up into the shotgun. Side Madden to his left. Two receivers out wide to the left. Troy Holland to the far side. The inside handoff comes to Cy Madden, who runs over one defender and needs about three fryers to be brought down to the 17-yard line, an eight-yard gain for Side Madden.
1: It's already two plays in for this offense, and it, it's, it's a physical running game, and you can tell. They're fired up for this one. Where do you go, Where do you
0: go, Ferguson huddles up his team, barks out the play, and now the huddle now uh, the huddle breaks. Holland to the outside, Rennell in the slot, Heaton on the far side, the lone receiver. Madden again in the backfield, receives the inside handoff, one cut gets him across the 15-yard line, and now inside the 10, a first down for the Explorers. <laughs> good lateral movement there, Rob. He could have been wrapped up in the backfield. There was good pressure from the right side of the line, but Saï just took that and cut to the inside and avoided a lot of that pressure.
1: That's what you like to see, and from what I remember, I wasn't with you guys last week, but from two games back, um, you know, they it's, they sort of got away from that running game. They, they were trying to be cute and sort of finesse the ball down the field. And this is, this is the kind of thing that the Explorers excel at. So it's good to see them doing that and committing to it early.
0: First down and goal for the Explorers just inside the 10-yard line. The inside handoff comes to Madden, who's hit right at the 10, shakes a defender and goes down at about the 5-yard line.
1: A lot of fight in these running backs tonight.
0: Malvern Prep just not wrapping up either. 5:02 to go in the first quarter. Malvern leads 7-0 over LaSalle went down the field on the first drive, scored a touchdown, and now this is the Explorer's response here. It'll be spotted just inside the five yard line at about the four and a half. Second down and goal. Heaton again to the outside, far side receiver. Holland and Ranella to the near side. Madden receives the inside handoff, hit at the five, goes down at about the two. It'll be third down and goal, and Rob, you think the way they're running this football, one, you'd expect uh, that they might be able to punch us in here on third, but even if they don't, this very well might be four down territory.
1: That's, you know, you're, you're inside the five here and you're, you're really pushing them back. Um, they're getting some great movement on the line and being able to open some holes, so I, I agree with you, Bob.
0: Third and goal. This time, Heaton will be the wide receiver to the near side along with Ranella. Holland alone on the far side. Inside handoff to Madden. Pushes forward. Can't quite get there. The officials running from both sides inside the one, but not at the goal line. And they will stick the fist up, so it will be fourth down. Explorers likely to go for it here.
1: Inside the one. I think this is, if it's me, I say you get under center and
0: try to sneak this one in. And that's an interesting point, Rob, because they have yet to go under center all but two snaps this year. Yeah. And the two snaps that they did against North Penn didn't go so well. So we'll see what they do here once again now. It'll be for the third time this year under center. Ferguson the will sneak it. The 6-4 frame able to push forward in. and get him in there for a touchdown. The Explorers have gotten back right into this one after the first drive. The defense let up a touchdown. Chris Ferguson with the sneak. It's 7-6. to six, And the Explorers and Matt Savage will come on to try to tie this up. And can't stress enough,
1: those are the first points allowed against this Maverick team all season long.
0: Savage will line up for the extra point attempt. Rasik will be on the hold. Good snap. The hold is down. Up and good for Matt Savage and the Explorers have tied at seven. It's a big response in, in a number of ways there, Bob. Just
1: great to see the way the offense came out and really ran the ball down their throats. They're um, able to really move the ball easily and get some great moves by the running backs and just able to get the ball down the field and and put up
0: those first points 314 to play first quarter the explorers have come back and tied it as you mentioned rob the first point scored all year against malvern prep but this malvern offense just like the LaSalle one moved right down the field we'll see which defense can stand up to the offensive attack of the other Back deep, Mike Fay for Malvern Prep. Matt Savage will kick off for the Explorers. Matt Dollar also back as well to receive the kick, but Mike Fay, the primary receiver, we'll see if the Explorers look to keep it away from him. They will indeed kick it to Dollar, who receives at the 10-yard line. Now cuts and goes the other way at the 15, gets hit at the 20 and dropped at the 21-yard line. Explorer defense back on for their second tour of duty here on defense.
1: And If you think about that last timeout for this defense, they look good. If you really look at it in two halves, they look good prior to the punt fake. But, you know, once once that punt fake went and they got the first down, it sort of put them on their heels, and they were never able to recover. So look for them to come out strong here early on
0: in this series. Nick Matters will be in the shotgun. Kicks the leg up, now takes the snap screen pass. One block on the outside. Gets a little bit of room up into the 26-yard line. Call it a gain of five. Once again it was Fay on the reception. 247 to play. Tied at seven here, live from Upper Dublin High School. LaSalle versus Malvern Prep football right here on Bob Long Sports. Second and five upcoming Malvern from their own 26. Now the snap. Inside handoff, it's faked, Ooh. past the 25-yard line, and wrapped up at the 28 is number 7, Rashawn Lussein. We've seen him as the wildcat option so far for Malvern Prep, Rob.
1: Yeah, and that was, a, that was a good job. I don't know if it fooled you, Bob, but I saw the sweep coming, and I, I got fooled into following the, the running back there, but uh, it was a nice job by LaSalle's D to sort of stay in place and stay home
0: and, and you
1: know swallow that up before it became too big of a, a gain there
0: maris will be in the shotgun for third and two one receiver to each side inside handoff comes hit in the backfield and goes down at the 28 yard line the explorer defense has held for the time being and i imagine they got fooled once fool me once
1: you know that's on me i i can't i gotta imagine they'll they'll be sort of looking out for this time the fake so a safe
0: a safe defensive formation here i could see that not setting up the return Zach Fernandez on the last run who was stopped short. Now Fernandez will come on the outside and run down the field to try to collect either Jarrett Walls or Nick Rinella, both of whom are deep. The snap is over the head of Garrett Riley, number 86. Can he let it go? He does, but it goes straight up in the air. And bounces backwards at the 34-yard line, down at the 31. The Explorers will be deep in Malvern territory to start this drive. It all started, Rob, with a bad snap to Riley. And that,
1: that was not pretty. Went over his head. To, nice job by him to recover, sort of locate the ball really quickly and get it away. Uh, but just not, that was that was not a good-looking play. And the Explorers will be set up here nicely in Malvern territory uh, looking for another,
0: you know, response to this. There was actually a holding penalty against Malvern Prep on the play. LaSalle will obviously decline that. Now, Rob, for those listening out there, that's not a penalty where you can just tack on the yardage on the end of the play. It would have been essentially back them up another 10 yards and have them repunt for obvious reasons.
1: Yeah, no. They can't, will take it at can't the bank 30. Can't back on the snap going over his head again.
0: Ferguson will start in the shotgun. 30 yards to gain here on this drive for the Explorers. A timeout will be called by Malvern Prep. We will take a quick break here with this timeout. Come back on the other side. 7-7, your score, a minute 10 to play in the first quarter. You're listening to LaSalle College High School football right here on Bob Long Sports. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9-5, I am a commercial banker at PNC Bank, if your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 856-489-2750 or at robert.f.long at pnc.com. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Again, the number is 856-489-2750. Bob Long, a commercial banker at PNC, helping make your businesses grow. The Explorers will come back out of the timeout. Ferguson with the handoff inside to Side Madden, he's hitting the backfield. About a three-yard loss. It'll be second and 13 from the 30. Well, they'll spot it at the 32, so credit them only with a two-yard loss. And the Explorers, with time ticking here in the first quarter, 7-7 game, 47 and counting, will run a second down and long here. Ferguson will start in the shotgun. Charles Heaton to the near side, the lone receiver, trips will be outside to the right. Nick Renella started offside, now comes back onside. The sweet play comes to Madden, crosses the line at the 33 and gets hit. Falls forward to the 31, it'll still be third and long upcoming for the Explorers.
1: So they've been trying to run the ball up the middle there for the first two plays, that time they try to go outside and only get, up, get one, but this, this running attack doesn't look like it's being as successful as the last time out, Bob.
0: And they won't get another playoff before the end of the quarter. Ferguson runs out to the huddle as we count down to three and two. Now one, and the first half has ended. It's a 7-7 score. LaSalle answers the bell after Malvern starts off with a touchdown scoring drive, highlighted by a fourth and about seven, that was converted for a first down after the punter, Zach Fernandez, took it about 15 yards for the first. And now we'd like to welcome the third member of our broadcast crew to the booth, Andrew Zarelli. Andrew, welcome. We understand you were down on the sidelines for the first part of the game here. Welcome to the booth. And uh, the LaSalle Explorers are coming off a tough loss down at Tamatha, But what have you heard about how the team is feeling going
2: into this game? Thank you very much, Bob. The team is looking uh, – they're very confident coming into this week. I know one thing that the guys have been talking about, especially the offensive lineman, is pass protection as uh, – they're not very confident in Malvern's uh, coverage defense. Apparently, they they think they're a little soft on that side, uh, to put it bluntly. Um, so I know they've been doing a lot of inside runs and a lot of running the ball with Cy Madden. Uh, but look for them to start passing the ball a little bit more.
0: There you have it. We've seen that from time to time this year with Chris Ferguson. And uh, really, when pressed against DeMatha, I thought he threw the ball pretty well. And so the opportunity comes here again. Cy Madden has been very good on the ground to open up opportunities in the secondary, as you mentioned, Andrew. Back to play here, second quarter. LaSalle at the 31-yard line of Malvern Prep. They need the 20 for a first down. Ferguson, empty backfield. Three receivers to the far side, two to the near. Three-step drop, comes across the middle, and Holland drops it. He still would have had work to do to get to the first down marker. He caught it or was attempting to catch it at the 25, would have had to turn it five yards, and I think he was thinking about that as he turned to, uh, to run forward before he caught the football.
2: Yeah, he definitely had his eyes downfield there, not really uh, seeing the ball into his hands, and definitely caused a drop there. Would be a
0: 48-yard field goal here for the Explorers, so they won't attempt that. If they were to punt it into the end zone, it would only be 11-yard net, so they won't try that either. They'll run Chris Ferguson in the offense back out for a fourth and 11. 11 11.55 to play. Clock stopped after the incompletion to Holland. They'll go four receiver set this time, three to the outside on the far side, and Heaton alone on the near side. Cy Madden in the backfield. They'll fake the handoff. Ferguson steps up, throw to Holland, almost gets to the end zone, had to make one man miss, but gets tackled by Shoestrings at the 10-yard line, a first down for the Explorers, and it'll be first and goal. Bob, I love
1: the call there, because as you mentioned, you know, you punt it, if it gets into the end zone, it's still only an 11-yard difference, so you're not really worried about field, field position at that point, so you might as well go for the shot, and they convert there on a big one.
0: We've had two fourth down conversion attempts thus far in the game, both have gone for first downs. One on what was a punt formation for Malvern Prep. This one, LaSalle, fourth and 11. We just we're just gonna, we're gonna zing it at you, they said. 11.24 and counting the inside handoff from the nine to Cy Madden. Makes one man miss at the five. Gets through another guy, and a touchdown for the Explorers. It's a nice run. He got a huge hole
1: up the middle and could just basically walk in after making one guy miss. That was a nice run by Cy.
0: to play. The Explorers have answered in a big way after the defense let up the first touchdown. It looked like that could have been a momentum swinger like we were talking about, Rob. They had stopped Malvern on the first drive, but now... 14 same, points later.
1: Same sort of thing, you know. You get that conversion, and it just puts a defense on their heels, and they're able to just use that momentum and drive it right into the end zone.
0: Savage for the Explorers will attempt the extra point. A good hold. Savage up and good. It's 14-7. to 7. The Explorers take a seven-point lead on the road against Malvern Prep. This game not being played at Malvern Prep, but instead Upper Dublin. Just a stone's throw down the road from LaSalle.
1: We have the Pope to thank for that, Bob, from what I understand so a lot of security detail out covering roads everywhere and they they forced us away from home and just to to upper dublin for the evening so
0: (laughs) and here we are indeed fans all on the one side of the stands here tonight to create the atmosphere it's right behind the lasalle bench Malvert on the quiet side of the field on the far end away from the press box away from the fans Thanks for joining us here tonight. Bob Long, Rob Stott, Andrew Zerilli on the coverage. We will be your broadcast team all year long from LaSalle home games. We hope that you're able to join us. Matt Savage will kick off for the Explorers from the 40-yard line.
1: And the wind's picking up here a little bit,
0: Bob, but it's still, still a great night. Blowing a bit in Savage's face. As a result, he'll kick it low. Fay will take it at the 10-yard line, take it all the way to the other side of the field, cutting up past the 25-yard line, hit at the 29, and he will go down with about five explorers on his back at the 30-yard line, and Malvern will start the drive from there. The Friars will start their third drive of the game. The first resulted in a touchdown the next... Highlighted by a, not a muffed punt, but a bad snap that led to a forced and rushed kicking opportunity. And it only went about 20 yards off the foot of number 86, Garrett Riley. And
1: really, outside of that second half of that first drive, Bob, the offense really has looked out of sync for Malvern.
0: Maris. We'll send it out wide to Fay. Faye runs over a defender, but goes down at the 42-yard line. Good blocking on the outside from number seven, Rashawn Lussein, and number 81, Billy Murphy, which sprung him for a first down. Faye will come off the field now. In his place will be wide receiver number 89, Matt Dollar. Also at receiver, Billy Murphy. And number 10, Tim Lynch. A wide receiver quarterback combo. And this time it'll be number 7, Rashawn Lusane, who will throw it deep. And it'll be over the head of the receiver. Just Just over the head of Matt Dollar. Just a step short. That was trouble. Guys, they were baiting them all quarter and then the second quarter here with that. Lusain didn't even show any affinity whatsoever for throwing the football and LaSalle lulled to sleep thinking he wouldn't be able to. They streaked a receiver down the far side and if that throw was anywhere near Dollar, would have been a touchdown.
1: Would have been gone. They just lost, Explorers let him sort of get in behind them and lost him.
0: Now the inside handoff. Comes to Allison. Cuts across the 50-yard line. Now to the 40. To the 30. Oh. No one will catch him. A big block at the 27-yard line. And Allison and is in for the score. Got a flag back here on that block. Yeah, and that, I, that's a great call, Rob, because that will likely be either a block in the back or unnecessary roughness. I believe it's going to be a block in the back, which will bring it back to about the 41-yard line. And guys, that was completely unnecessary. It was.
1: He was gone. The burners were on and Allison, he was just I mean they're absolutely unnecessary
0: and they do give him the personal foul there that is a heartbreaking penalty for Malvern, who looked like they had just come within a point of tying the game Nick Leisure the senior defensive tackle and offensive lineman combo he was the one that was the culprit and uh I'll tell you what, guys, I think he might own or he might owe Oshawn Allison some dinner at some point this week, taking that touchdown run away.
2: And I've been watching actually some game tape over the past week and I've seen Allison break these kind of runs. He just he's got this certain kind of speed when he hits the next level and he's gone and he was gone there. Just careless penalty there, setting them back.
0: They'll actually spot them back at the 45-yard line with the personal foul. Inside handoff once again will come off the right tackle. Allison nearly breaks it again, tackled by the f- shoes at the 30-yard line.
2: There it is again, that quickness. Uh, LaSalle's had problems the last couple years with uh, guys from prep named DeAndre Swift. Uh, he's been breaking runs on us uh, for a while, and it seems like uh, Allison here has that same type of speed, uh, which is very difficult to contain.
0: A first down for the Friars at the 30-yard line. Maris, the quarterback, will be in the shotgun. Allison right next to him. The handoff once again. Tries to get to the edge. Strung out well by the Explorers. And wrapped up by number four, Jared Walls. We'll see where they spot him. But this should be a loss of at least one yard here.
2: It was a great job by LaSalle there of getting penetration into the backfield and not giving Allison the opportunity to get to that second level. Andrew,
0: they'll spot him at about the line of scrimmage. It'll be second and ten. What do you see from this defense so far and, and how are they getting beaten?
2: Um it's kind of hard to say. I mean they've been they've been doing a good job of I hate to use it again like I did the last time I was on the air, but Ben don't break. That's what it seems to be. And now the throw will come from Lusain over the top to Fay. It hits
0: off his chest protector and the shoulder pad and just bounces harmlessly to the turf. Faye can't believe it. It was a great throw from Lusain.
2: And I guess that answers my question there. Some, uh, some suspect pass coverage by LaSalle on two throws. Both one throw missed and now another throw bouncing off the chest of number 14 Mike Faye. And I'll tell you what guys, if it wasn't in
0: the scouting report already, it is now. Rashawn Lusain can throw the football when he runs out of the Wildcat gives a whole new dynamic to this Malvern prep offense. However, it's third and ten after the incompletion and it'll be Maris in a shotgun empty backfield. They're coming for him. And now they set up the screen, but it's blocked in front by the the offensive line of the Explorers. It'll be fourth and ten. And guys, yeah, they came, but I I think it's important to note that that Malvern prep or uh, that offensive line got exactly what they wanted. They wanted to set up the screen and Maris just didn't get that ball high enough. I mean, that was intentionally letting the defensive line of LaSalle through, and if that ball had been caught in the blocking set up, that would have been a lot of trouble.
2: One of the better ways to, to beat the defense when they're sent in the house is definitely to try and dump it off on a screen play, and uh, LaSalle did just a great job there of stuffing it out.
0: From the 30-yard line, they need the 20. It will be fourth and 10, and much like the Explorers, the Friars will go for it. Maris takes the shotgun snap. Fakes the handoff, it's blocked again at the line of scrimmage and goes down. It'll be a fourth down for the Explorers on the incompletion. Austin Lemke, number 44 there on the
2: breakup. Two huge momentum shifting fourth downs for LaSalle. The first one they get end up driving it down. Mad Madden punches it in and now LaSalle's defense coming up with a big stop.
0: Guys, this could be, it's early here, but this could end up being the story of the game big fourth down conversion opportunities. How does your team fare with them? That may decide this game when all is said and done. 14-7 to 7 your score. Nine minutes to play here in the second quarter. The Explorers now going left to right on your radio dial. Will be led by Chris Ferguson in the shotgun side man directly behind him in the pistol. The snap. Five step drop. Across the middle. And dropped. It was a little bit Outside the reach of number one Holland, good effort to try to come up with it, but not quite where you wanted it. If you're Chris Ferguson, yeah.
2: And from here, it looked like he kind of trapped the ball with the ground. Uh, definitely, if he had gotten his hands under that, that would have been a nice little completion. But uh,
0: yeah, the attempt for is about for about five yards. Eight fifty-two to play, second quarter, fourteen to seven, still the Explorers' lead. Ferguson in the shotgun trips to the right. Madden in the backfield, Heaton on the far side. Inside handoff, a ton of room, up past the 40-yard line for a first down, and he goes down at the 43. Straight up the middle, a gash for 13 yards for Madden.
1: That's the kind of run you like to see, because it can set up those passes for Ferguson.
0: From the 48-yard line, the Explorers Looking for a couple yards to cross into Friar territory. 8.31 to play, second quarter. Heaton, the wide receiver, to the far side. Two receivers on the other side, and now the inside handoff comes to Madden. Hit right at the line of scrimmage, goes down, maybe a gain of one. Good wrap-up by the D-line of Malvern Prep. Looks like number 44 there. Cole McCabe, a sophomore linebacker for the Friars. We tick under eight minutes to play here in the second quarter. Ferguson into the huddle. A very nice night for football. Maybe a little brisk if you're wearing short sleeves. Amen to that. And now they'll send the toss sweep to Heaton, who makes one guy miss. And will go down after about a gain of five. There's a flag in the backfield. Might be holding, might be a face mask. Was tough to tell where the hands came on the initial tackle attempt against Heaton. But the Explorers backing up, looks like it'll be a hold and indeed it will be. Will be second and long, 19 to be exact. They'll back him all the way up to the 34-yard line. Despite the hold, that was a nice way.
1: Um, nice job of he didn't break free of that tackle because that could have been a real problem in the backfield there.
0: After the stoppage, once again, it will be second down, 19 to go for the Explorers. We'll have another whistle. The referee and the one-line judge having a conversation. Line judge seems to be appeased by the answer he gets from the gentleman in the white cap. And we will be back to football momentarily. Again, pistol formation for the Explorers. Three receivers to the far side. Cy Madden directly behind Ferguson, who's in the shotgun. Ferguson takes the snap, looks to the outside. Has Rinello right there, cuts up past the 45-yard line, and is tackled just before the midfield stripe. Call it a gain of
1: 14 yards. Rinello got nice blocking from his wide receivers on the outside there and was able to spring them and get a good chunk of yardage there on second down and set up a nice third and short here.
0: And, guys, you're seeing the development already of Chris Ferguson. He sent the two wide receivers straight out, and he eyed them up so as to keep the safeties at bay. And keep them honest. And as a result, you had the underneath receiver, Nick Ronello, wide open. That's the best that I've seen Chris Ferguson thus far this season, guys, in terms of looking off coverage.
1: He's getting more comfortable in the pocket there. So it's, uh, you know, that's the thing. You get more experience in there and
0: get more reps, more live game. Third and six. And it'll be offside against Malvern Prep. So if my eyes aren't deceiving me, they'll still be just a bit short of the first down. It'll be third and one. The secondary, the uh, the free safety was coming on the blitz and just came into the neutral zone a bit before the snap. Now a bit of confusion as to where this ball will put the Explorers. I think it's just a bit short. But the line of scrimmage member of the chain gang doesn't appear to believe that's the case and
1: He's sitting there right on the first and that's it's going to give him.
0: So they'll give him a first down. Malvern Prep, down. their that's coaching staff huge, cannot believe that. Huge penalty right there. They're still giving some heat to the officials, but they'll give it to him by about a quarter yard. So the first down comes at the 47-yard line of Malvern. LaSalle driving with 6.28 and counting here to play in the second quarter. And guys, you've seen this Malvern Prep offense work very efficiently. So not only does this LaSalle offensive possession threaten to get more points, but it takes much-needed time off the clock here. Ferguson with two running backs in the backfield. He'll hand off inside to side Madden gets hit at the line of scrimmage, but keeps those legs moving and gets about five yards, all told.
1: I love the way Madden runs, man. He gets in the hole and just pounds, and those legs keep moving, and it's... He's a hard guy to take down. Ferguson. Fighting for those extra yards.
0: Ferguson will look at the sideline, get the call from the coaching staff. 5.45 to play second quarter. LaSalle moving left to right on your radio dial. Just crossing the red red and gray UD logo at the center of the football field. It'll be two receivers to the far side, three to the near empty backfield for Ferguson, right up the middle easy pitch and catch to Liam Trainer, and that'll be a conversion for the first down very good read from Chris Ferguson there, just saw that the linebackers were playing zone Liam Trainer flanks out and just right down the middle, easy pitch just and catch,
1: sat, sat right in between the zone there on a nice soft spot and easy conversion there
0: very solid drive from chris ferguson guys i think it's the best i've seen him play a couple of very solid reads from the quarterback we knew he had the frame we knew he had the arm he's shown the accuracy and this is a display of fine quarterbacking here on this drive just great game management too side madden the fakes the handoff now to Nick Ronella makes one man miss at the 30, makes another man miss cutting inside and inside the 25-yard line. A gain of nine, and second down and one upcoming as the Explorers will have the ball at about the 23-yard line. Very nice play from Nick Ranella and Ferguson pulls it, whether that was intended or not, and found the open receiver for a screen. They'll wave the chain gang on once again. So a couple very close could be third, second and one, could be first down, and it's given a, a first down here for the Explorers. 4.19 to play, Explorers no huddle.
1: Malvern looks a little confused here as the, oh.
0: Ranella drops the ball on a screen pass. There was a... Their corners were sort of running all over the place,
1: not really getting set, and
0: it's the, an
1: unfortunate drop there by Nick.
0: The one, Phil Trolio, number four, would have had a good shot at Ranella, but Ranella had already made a couple of the miss. But the drop negates all of that. It'll be second and 10 from the 23-yard line. The Explorers driving deep into Malvern Prep territory. Ferguson gets the play from the sideline, now runs into the huddle. After the incompletion, clock stopped at 4-12. 14-7 your score, the Explorers lead, trying to make this a two-possession game before halftime. Madden in the backfield. The shotgun snap across the middle. Oh. Intercepted by number four, Phil Detrolio. He was looking for Troy Holland. Threw it high and wide. And Malvern, the defense holds up after giving up about 60 to 70 yards already on that drive. The interception comes inside the 10-yard line, and the offense will take over.
1: That's just unfortunate. That was a great drive by the Explorers and just slightly off-target pass there by Ferguson and That one might hurt a little. It
0: sailed a little bit on him. Simple cross pattern for Holland. Just out of his reach. Holland may have even gotten a finger on it, which made the interception a little more difficult, but Detrolio, after the initial bobble, was able to come up with it. Now a high snap comes. And going with it on his own is number 16 Nick Maris, who goes down for a loss inside the five-yard line. And it was the high snap that really cost them there. Had to tip it with the left hand, come up with it. And once that happened, the LaSalle defensive line was in the backfield. 3.43 to play. Very interesting to see how the LaSalle defense, but also how the coaching staff of Malvern handles this. It'll be second and about 15. Plenty of time for the Explorers here. Would they consider using a timeout with a stop here? Lusain comes up the middle. Nearly tackled by Walls. They go for the strip at the 25-yard line. He'll be well past the first down marker. And Lusane erases any question about that with a gain of 25 yards. He stumbled there coming through the line, too, and was just able to keep his balance and find a hole and go. Malvern Prep. 29-yard line now, first down. They'll need the 39 for a first. 3.13 3.13 to go. Clock is ticking. Second quarter. Explorers still leading 14-7. Couple of substitutions for the Explorers. Tom Flavin will come onto the field. Number 26 for the Explorers. Sam Hardy will come off. The snap to Lucain. He'll give the ball inside to Fernandez who's hit after about three yards. 2.43 to play now. Second and six upcoming. They'll give him a gain of four. Even close to five, all told. 2.30 to play. Running clock here as he was tackled down in the field of play and before the first down marker. Rashawn Lussein in the shotgun, handing it off to Allison, and now the fake, actually. He'll keep it himself. Come very close to a first down. He looks to have gotten it at the 39. They'll wave. Looks the crew like forward.
1: Markham just short.
0: 0 for 3 <laughs> on my part. Third and one. Third and less than
2: a yard. Malvern's gonna be a little frustrated after LaSalle got a couple <laughs> of nice spots. Malvern gets a just a yard short
0: from the 30, 38 and a half yard line. The inside handoff to Allison gets hit in the backfield. It'll be close. He looks like he fell across the 39 yard line. Will likely be a first down.
2: Definitely very close there. The tackle by number 26, Sam Hardy there. They
0: will indeed wave the chains forward. So now I'm one for four, 250. It's a solid baseball career. You know, not going to the Hall of Fame, but I'm an everyday player at that batting average. I'll take it. 131 to play. Clock now running after the chains are reset. Malvern not moving very quickly here. They're only at their own 44-yard line. Actually, I should say 40-yard line. Now they'll go up top. He has a receiver. It goes off the fingers. He was looking for number 18, Ian Murray, the tight end, and Ian Murray has to lay out for that, guys. I'll tell you, I mean, listen, you might not get the touchdown by laying out, but you're going to make that catch, and you can't let that go off your fingertips while you're still on your two
2: feet. And now that's three deep passes where Malvern had the the coverage beat. They were behind their man. It was easy catch, run, score, but uh, LaSalle lucks out a little bit there with the drop.
0: 118 to play, first half. Malvern at just about their own 40-yard line, 60 to go. It'll be Lucane, handoff to Fay. Can he get the edge? Explorers string it out pretty well, and he'll go down after a gain of
2: three yards. Good job with the Explorers. They're getting wide, containing that jet sweep there, keeping it towards the inside and uh, wrapping up and making the tackle.
0: Timeout will be called by Malvern, 111 to play. They've already used one, and now that their second, so they'll have one remaining. Important time management situation right here. There's a long way to go, only 71 seconds to play in this quarter, and you've seen that there are pockets in this LaSalle secondary, whether it's because Rashawn Lussein is putting a lot of pressure on the defensive line and putting eight in the box type of thing. Certainly number 21, O'Shawn Allison has provided that type of flair as well, but where will the opportunities come next for Malvern Prep, and can the Explorers hold one last time before half? After the timeout, the Explorer defense now back on the field. Led by number five, Anthony Piscopo. Garrett Zobel out on the defensive line as well. Kevin Lajines will come as a free linebacker, number 31. And now some confusion. Maris wasn't even on the field. And it looked like that was actually the intent to catch the LaSalle defense off guard. Number 21, O'Shawn Allison was there in the backfield ready to take the snap. But the LaSalle Explorers will call a timeout before any of that chicanery gets underway and we'll regroup on defense so andrew what have we seen here in this first half it's a 14 to 7 lead for the explorers game still very much in the balance obviously but an opportunity for malvern to get right back into i mean what have you seen what's your storyline through about two quarters
2: i think it's got to be the missed opportunities for malvern over the top uh definitely missed a couple of easy, wide-open walk-in touchdowns, but also the fact that Malvern's defense has been holding up. Uh, they're, over their last two games, they shut out their opponents and outscored them 71 to nothing. Um, so that's that's huge for LaSalle to be up 14-7 right now with a minute and 11 seconds left in the uh, first half.
0: Third and seven upcoming from the 43-yard line of Malvern Prep. The Friars are driving in the backfield without any protection. The empty set throws over the middle. Maris throws behind the intended receiver. Tim Lynch unable to adjust in midair, and it'll be fourth down and seven. The Explorers now, depending upon the punt, will have an opportunity themselves with 66 seconds to play in the first half. The Explorers, mass substitutions, confusion on the defensive line. Zobel, as well as Piscopo, all running off the field. McCracken and Morrissey were there as well, and finally they get the guys off the field they need. Fernandez thinks about it, doesn't like what he sees, and lets it go. The punt will go out of bounds. We'll see where they mark it. I'm going to think at about the 30-yard line. Line judge looks to be setting up camp at about the 26. So a little more credit there in terms of where the ball went out of bounds. 58.8 seconds to play second quarter. And the Explorers now will get the ball at their own 26-yard line. Andrew, what do you think we'll see here?
2: I like to think that uh, LaSalle will take the seven-point lead into the, into the half, but, uh, again, with the, the speed of guys like Cy Madden and guys on the outside, Nick Ronella, Charles Heaton, you could see a potential screen pass and you know one broken tackle, and we could be, could be seeing a 21-7 ball game.
0: All right, so Andrew's going conservative. Now, Rob, our riverboat gambler, what do you think?
1: <laughs> so... I'd like to see them take a shot, but after the way the last drive ended, I don't know you want to put Ferguson in a, in a position where he potentially throws another interception here.
0: The right. handoff will come in the pistol formation to Cy Madden. He'll get about three yards, call it four. Timeout will be called by the Explorers, and it looks like, much like we saw on the North Penn game, guys, that... We're going to see opportunities for these players. If they're going to go down the field, they're going to have it be on a long gash from side. Madden, play conservative, but let the athleticism of your star running back perhaps get you the yards. And I think that explains the timeout right now.
1: Yeah, and they all night tonight they've shown the ability to be able to make, make, tack, make guys miss, break some tackles, and, and find some open space. So, I mean, hey,
0: with 50 seconds
1: here left in the half, you never know.
0: It'll be about 70 yards, well, not about exactly 70 yards to get to the end zone. and if you're going to get into field goal range, you're looking at about 50 yards, which would put Matt Savage in a range of about 37, 38 yards. And Andrew, you'd probably know better than Rob or I in terms of the range that we might see out of Savage tonight slightly into the wind on this side of the field.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It might be a little bit uh, I might want to go a little bit more on the, the lower end of, uh, of a 38yarder. Um, we'll definitely see how it goes though. Three receivers
0: to the near side. Ferguson in the shotgun. Side Madden in the backfield. Inside handoff to Madden. Hit right at the line of scrimmage. He'll go forward three more yards. And it'll be about third and three. 40 yards, uh, 40 seconds to play. Second quarter. Clock still running. Ball spotted. Snap comes to Ferguson. Madden gets the first down. That will be a momentary clock stoppage. And now coaches for LaSalle asking them to spike the ball and now they do very quickly after the clock and now we have some of the LaSalle coaches actually saying that the clock did not stop I didn't actually see it but I'll certainly take their word for it after the first down that clock should be stopping until the chains are reset we might get something from the referee But he seems satisfied with the 28.4 that we have remaining in the second quarter. Some confusion from the down official. They'll actually be second down, not first. Now the snap to Ferguson, fakes the inside handoff. They look to go over the top, great protection. Instead he'll keep it, the ball's losing on the ground. It looks like Ferguson fell right on top of it, but you can't be running loose there. Not with this little time remaining in the first quarter, in the first half, I should say, second quarter.
2: It looks like they're just going to let the clock run.
0: uh, I think that would be very prudent. With five seconds to play, and after a a near fumble, the Explorers will let the clock run out. We have reached halftime at Upper Dublin High School. The LaSalle Explorers have come on the road and taken a 14-7 lead against Malvern Prep. We'll take a quick break, come back on the other side, and we think if we can track him down, we have a special guest coming on at halftime. We're excited to have you listen to him and uh, all he has to say about LaSalle football, past and present. You're listening to LaSalle College High School football, and you're listening to Bob Long Sports. L Mark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, L-Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. L-Mark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at LMarkSigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's LMarkSigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that LMARC has created. And be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here. And I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag makebetterhappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker at PNC Bank. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 856-489-2750 or at robert.f.long@pnc.com. at pnc.com. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Again, the number is 856-489-2750. Bob Long, a commercial banker at PNC, helping make your businesses grow.
3: Soccer is the fastest-growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Vuvuzela, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live, interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Vuvuzela every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports.
0: Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports, and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Welcome back, Upper Dublin High School, the halftime show right here on Bob Long Sports. The Explorers leading 14-7 against Malvern Prep, and now we have our special guest here. It's Bill Wasilenko, LaSalle football historian. Welcome. How are you? How are you doing, Bob? Great to be here. Well, let's let's first start with this game here. Uh, The LaSalle Explorers came out, and the defense had stopped the Malvern Prep Friars going down the field. But... A tricky play led to a first down on a fake punt attempt, and they went down and scored. How do you feel that this team reacted
4: to what and responded to what happened there? LaSalle's defense got better as the game went on, but Malvern doesn't make many mistakes. Uh, That's happened in in this history of this rivalry. Uh, You have to beat Malvern. They're not going to beat themselves. And so LaSalle going down to try to make it 21-7. to uh, One overthrown pass. Malvern makes an interception. And they keep the game tight at halftime. Just one score away from uh, tying the ball game up. The LaSalle Explorers are coming off a, a game last week. I know you were there against the Matha Catholic,
0: the number four team in the country, and, and really a special group of guys down there. They played very tough, the Explorers did. They took a nine-point lead into half. First of all, how does that, the Matha team, rank in terms of football teams at the high school level that you've
4: seen. And then what do you think about LaSalle? I mean, coming out and putting the scare. I think LaSalle, you know, played a, a, a counterpuncher role to DeMatha in the first half, who was the slugger, if, if you relate it to boxing. And, and LaSalle was fortunate to come out with a 12-3 to lead at half, but DeMatha got their act together in the second half, and 29 unanswered points, uh, a team that was just bigger, stronger and faster than LaSalle, uh, showed why they're the number four team in the country. So now it's time to lick our wounds and get back and beat Malvern Prep.
0: We're talking to Bill Wasilenka right here. It's the halftime show, LaSalle versus Malvern Prep. The Explorers leading 14-7. to 7. And, Bill, we bill you as a historian, and we're not going to talk to you just about current events after billing you that way. What about this LaSalle program has drawn you here for so many years and uh, about this football program in particular?
4: It started back when I was actually a student in LaSalle. I graduated in 1969. My mom wouldn't let me play football, but I loved the football team, and I really enjoyed uh, watching those games, and those guys were my heroes back in the day. So when my son Dan played, and he's a graduate of 2012, he was a first-team All-Catholic, uh, I got to be the communications director of the Touchdown Club, and I was pulled into really learning about LaSalle's football history and felt that what I'd learned, I wanted to pass on to others. So I uh, put together an email list of players, parents, and alums, which now numbers over 680. Also a Facebook page, uh, Fanatics of LaSalle Football, and I have a YouTube uh, site, Billy ls 69 uh, and that has most of the stuff that I've done over the last six years regarding LaSalle football history, a rich history that's now in its 101st season.
0: Very impressive, and you could probably go all night. We only have about six minutes before the end of the and beginning of the second half, end of halftime here, but a couple of games that you reflect upon as some of the best that you've seen in your years watching LaSalle.
4: One of the best was the Catholic League Championship game in 2006 at Northeast High School, where LaSalle defeated St. Joe's Prep 14-7. Uh, they were outgained about 430 yards to about 170 yards, and and yet four times within the one-yard line, they were able to stop St. Joe's Prep, and the, the, the play of that game that I'll always remember is when Chris Whitney, the St. Joe's prep quarterback, got tackled at the goal line, fumbled the ball, and Greg France ran the ball back 96 yards for a touchdown uh, for the first score of the game. And LaSalle won that game 14-7. It really started the Drew Gordon era of championships. Uh, Following that, then there was five great uh, championships, uh, Catholic League championships between 08 and 12 and then of course the, the maybe the crowning moment in LaSalle football history is winning the state championship on a Snowy day in Hershey against st. College 24 to 7 and that date will be forever etched in my mind December 19 2009
1: uh, That's I think we'll all remember that bill I, now question for you I know he's only three games into his tenure is at the helm here uh, But I know coach Steinmetz has been around with the program for a while. What are sort of your thoughts on? On coach um, and sort of, what do you expect from him in the years to come? And how do you think of any, you know of the coaches that he's um, succeeding here? Uh, how, how do you think he'll? Stack up.
4: John Steinmetz is a very passionate, very analytical coach. Uh, in the 2000s, he used to study St. Joe's prep game film 12 months a year to find out a way of beating them <laughs> on defense. And, and he, so he's been around for over 30 years in the program. He's he's the right pick for this job. Uh, after the Drew Gordon era, um, he'll bring his fingerprint, uh, his style to this team. He's a little focused on on defense now as is his want because that's what he uh, was as a as a, a you know defensive coordinator and now you know it's a, it's a new era of LaSalle football uh, the but the players have changed every year and and certainly brought back a lot of coaches that were with the staff either uh, just with the staff or in, in prior years to that and and they still need a strong coaching staff to succeed I think this year right now the the team has had some struggles they maybe don't look like the juggernaut of some past years. Uh, it's tough to replace a, a Kyle Sherman, a Jimmy Heron, uh, but certainly they're getting themselves ready for contention in their uh, Catholic League portion of the schedule toward the end of this season. And uh, they're going to grow and get better uh, with each passing game. And, and John will, will grow and learn as a head coach also uh, what works and what doesn't work. And he'll definitely take uh, the leadership role in taking a stand and bringing LaSalle back to that successful plateau that they've been at. We're
0: talking to Bill Wasilenko. It's the halftime show on Bob Long Sports. The Explorers leading 14-7 against Malvern Prep. And, Bill, you mentioned Kyle Shermer, Jimmy Heron, two guys that will be etched into the history books for a long, long time here for LaSalle. Now you have a two-headed monster led by big six 6'4", Chris Ferguson, and then his counterpart in the backfield, Cy Madden. How do those two, certainly younger and more time to grow, but
4: what have you seen out of them so far? Uh, Chris Ferguson's got a lot of ability. I think he runs a little better than Kyle Shermer, and uh, I, I think that his... His accuracy will improve as the year goes on, as he gets to know his receivers. Uh, Cy Madden is a, is a really a, a, an accomplished runner. He, he has some great north-south abilities. Uh, he waits and is patient at times to, to spot his hole and to go through. And he's a junior that, that, that has another year to, to, to really become a star in this Catholic league. Uh, so I'm looking forward for great things for them, uh, as, as both in uh, Ferguson's passing and in Madden's running. And then the core of LaSalle's receivers, who I still Think developing and are a little being hit by the injury bug right now. I think as the year goes on, they'll develop a chemistry with Ferguson, and they'll just get better and better. And and the players just keep changing, and they just keep producing. You know, I'll, I'll go back and I saw the great Drew Lockery, uh, the quarterback of the state championship game earlier tonight, and I realized that you know Lockery passed the baton on to Matt McGarity, then to Chris Kane, then to Kyle Shermer, yep. and now Chris Ferguson. It's his turn to run with it.
0: Bill, final question for you, because I think the last five quarterbacks you've named, all fantastic, and this LaSalle program has been at the height for all of those years. Drew Gordon, a big part of that, no doubt. What role, if any, do you think moving into the PIAA and having the chance to compete at that level for state championships in the PIAA playoffs, what type of impact do you think that had on how LaSalle football has escalated over that time period?
4: One thing that it does, is it allows you to play more games. And so a lot of these guys, you know, they had a long uh, career by the time they became seniors for the guys that got up to the, the state title game. And I think that that was certainly became a, a magical mystery tour uh, in 2008 at first when LaSalle's efforts at getting to Hershey were aborted by George Washington. There was a vengeance that they had to uh, get back at George Washington the next year and to get on to Hershey. And I saw it in my next-door neighbor's backyard, Steve Sinnott, uh, where a lot of those seniors you know, came back to his backyard during that summertime to really push their way uh, all the way to Hershey. And I think that was that became quite a, a milestone, and, and it drew a lot of people to, to notice the LaSalle program, that it wasn't just a team that was going to play and win a PCL championship here and there and play a thanksgiving day game but that a team that had the opportunity to play in december for several years in a row and it's certainly become a uh, well-known well-renowned program nationally bill wasilenko
0: thanks for the thoughts as always in the entertainment go down there and enjoy the second half
4: i'll do that bob take care
0: all right there you go that's bill wasilenko thank him for the time here and we'll take a quick break here come back we'll have the second half after about a, uh, 3 minutes and a couple words from our sponsors, this is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School of football explorers leading 14 to 7 at the half. FX Your Choice for Custom Signs and Design has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, L-Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at ElmarkSigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's ElmarkSigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag make better happen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker at PNC Bank. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 856-489-2750 or at robert.f.long at pnc.com. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Again, the number is 856-489-2750. Bob Long, a commercial banker at PNC, helping make your businesses grow. <laughs>
3: soccer is the fastest growing sport in america it's about time the most popular game in the world the beautiful game of soccer comes to philly airwaves vuvuzela the world soccer show presented by the iron abbey is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer the show exists only to serve the love of the culture pageantry and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer join vuvuzela every sunday from three to five on 610 sports Hey, Bob Long
0: Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports, and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Welcome back, Upper Dublin High School. The site of tonight's non-league matchup between the LaSalle Explorers and the Malvern Prep Friars. Your score, LaSalle 14, Malvern 7. And, guys, we saw a game of runs and a game of mistakes in the first half. The scoring started with Malvern Prep on their first drive from scrimmage. It came after a fourth down opportunity where they went for the fake They got the first down, went right down the field and scored, and then LaSalle answered back. An opening play with Nick Ranella, about 50 yards, got all the way down inside the 20 on the first play from scrimmage. They ended up scoring that touchdown. A bad punt on the next drive from Malvern Prep led to about a 30 yard tramp down the field from the Explorers. They scored there, and that was the last of the scoring we've seen. We saw a couple turnovers deep in the zone of Malvern, one for the Explorers. We saw some Opportunities missed for Malvern Prep, and and that's about how we got to where we are right now. So Bob Long, Rob Stott, Andrew really here, bringing you the football game. And Andrew, what have we? What I guess what are we expecting? We've spent a lot of half talking about what we've seen. Appreciate Bill Wasilenko's time. What are we expecting to see here in the second?
2: First, I'd like to say I love listening to to Bill. Uh, that's you know getting as a senior now, getting to hear all this history from you know it sounds you know ridiculous, but even before I was in, uh, that's great. But, um, again, I'm, I'm looking to see Malvern keep attacking down the field. Uh, they're going to keep their running game up, and I'm hoping to see LaSalle adjust their coverage to uh, play over the top a little bit more and you know, maybe give up a little bit more of the short stuff and try and wrap up.
0: Rob, what have we seen uh... – I right, guess what do you expect to see from this second half I, for me I, I want to see what role Rashan Lussein will play for Malvern prep he's been their wildcat operator but has shown the ability twice to throw the football both a bit overthrown but very very close to having runaway touchdown opportunities yeah I mean LaSalle is pretty lucky here uh, you know to
1: only have given up seven points there they it could easily be you know what they missed three over the over the top throws it could be easily 28 points on the board for Malvern so I you know like Andrew said looking for them to sort of clamp down on defense and um take care of that over the top uh protection and make sure those passes don't go deep but also on the other side of the ball for LaSalle um I want to see just the role that Cy Madden continues to play on the offense if he can still um you know find some lanes and and really um run the clock out uh on I we haven't even started the second half but to talk about running the clock out on on the game um and, and just really keep it running and uh shorten it, shorten the game for the Explorers and keep Malvern's offense
0: off the field. Malvern 2-0 in the year. The first 14 points given up by the Friars this year. They started with a 37-0 win in Chicago at Soldier Field against St. Rita's and then 34-0 after a bye week against Holy Spirit down in Atlantic City. First time here on the PA side of, uh, of things for Malvern Prep playing close to home. And they take on the Explorers 2-1 and one on the air, their only loss, at number four nationally ranked DeMatha Catholic. Bill Wasilenko talked at halftime a little bit about the team not, not quite gelling, a little bit of struggles here and there. But all in all, minus the four quarters in DeMatha, and I could even cut that down to two because the first half was really an incredible performance, they have looked pretty good, to me at least. And I think to say that they're struggling may indicate how much potential that this team could have.
1: Totally on board with that, Bob. Um, I mean, this this offense, you could see it, minus, I mean, they, they've been able to drive the ball, really, on Malvern's defense, the uh, defense, again, that we've been talking about all night that hasn't given up any points until tonight. So um, it, it's it's great to see. You know, they are moving the ball, it, minus one mistake uh, by Chris Ferguson there um, late in the second, uh, second quarter, right before halftime, the, the overthrown ball that gets picked. Um, but I mean really you are seeing three games in now it is starting to click it's starting to gel things are getting moving and and they're they're looking I mean if this is only three games in and they're improving this much I'd like to see what they look like by November December dare we say
0: their second to last test of the non-conference next week they'll be down at McDonough near DC we will be there but the week after that is when PCL play starts they will have two very difficult tests to begin Against Roman Catholic and then against St. Joe's Prep, Andrew, these games here are very important in figuring out what the identity of this team will be. I think we have a pretty good idea, but two more opportunities to refine that.
2: Oh yeah, definitely 100%. And as a as a student, as a senior, uh, looking forward to Prep Week myself. I'm uh, I'm already raring to go and ready for these guys to uh, be clicking at 100%. You know, save a few drops and you know the one. Uh, one throw that was a little bit off from Chris Ferguson that led to the interception. This offense has I think been clicking very well. Um, so hopefully you keep that up, keep the defense, uh, keep the defense going the way they are, and you know, looking forward to those PCL games.
0: LaSalle Explorers will start with the football. Malvern Prep, Brandon Chiazza, the place kicker here. Dummied a onside kick. Looked like they were gonna come out and very quickly go at him, but they backed off and now the more traditional. Kickoff will come. It's a line drive kick towards Heaton. Heaton lets it bounce and into the end zone for a touchback. The Explorers will start their drive in the second half going right to left from your radio dial at their own 20-yard line. Ferguson and the rest of the team in a huddle with the offensive coordinator. Now the Explorers in blue and gold will come out onto the field. Chris Ferguson will be in the shotgun as he has for all but three snaps this season. Cy Madden to his right. Two receivers out wide. Ferguson with the inside handoff to Madden. Gets hit at the 21 yard line being pushed forward and now driven back. He got out to the 23 yard line where his forward progress was stopped. Again a three. 14-7. Fourteen to seven, the Explorers lead. Getting the football and looking to go up two scores. Nick Rinaldi will pop out wide, with two other receivers. Explorers will go trips to the near side. Liam Trainer there as well. A little bit of confusion from Renella and now he'll go in motion to the opposite side. Holland to the outside. Heaton on the opposite side on the outside. Side Madden directly behind Whitney. Should say Ferguson in the shotgun and the pass is deflected. They went for the screen pass opportunity to Charles Heaton, but good play from the linebacker coming off the edge for Malvern Prep.
2: I believe uh, Ferguson checked down there. He was looking to the sideline and I think that's when Ranello went in motion. They felt that they could uh, surprise Malvern a little bit there with the screen pass, but the defensive lineman all over there and able to get his, his big mitts on it and knock it down.
0: Third and seven upcoming for the Explorers. Ferguson back into the huddle. Back to the defense of Malvern. Explorers listening intently to what Ferguson has to say. Now they break. Heaton and Ranella, the two wide receivers to the near side. Troy Holland alone on the far side. Madden again directly behind Ferguson. Five step drop, good protection. Sneaks up, breaks one tackle comes past the 20 yard line, now throws up the field, nearly intercepted. He was intending the ball for Nick Ranella and a flag will come late, but nowhere near the coverage. Ranella wanted a flag, but Phil DiTrolio was in on the breakup, we will await the flag.
1: And Ranella there was looking for the flag before the, the ball was even thrown to him, so I, you know, focus was away from trying to bring the ball in there and did do a good job breaking it up, but yeah. We'll wait and see what this flag is here.
0: Would be fourth down and seven for the Explorers and would be a three and out. Barring the result of this flag. It was thrown at the 30, should say 27-yard line, right in the middle of the field. The breakup was at about the 37-yard line on the outside, so does not look to be a pass interference. A long discussion here from the officials. Explorer offense remaining on the field. Along with the Malvern defense. Discontent in the stands. The fans want to call. Illegal substitution comes against the LaSalle Explorers. Malvern. Malvern will i don't know if they'll even decline that there was a personal foul penalty as well and it'll remain third down so those penalties will offset he didn't even point unless my eyes are deceiving me he did not point at malvern after saying that there was a personal foul so i assumed that was against LaSalle as well but as he waved his arms to refer to offset uh we figured it out pretty quickly but Now the Malvern coaching staff will have a word with the officials.
1: Getting an explanation. I kind of want one.
0: Yeah, so can, can we, can we get one up here? Going on there. So offsetting penalties is the call. The one was a legal substitution on LaSalle. The personal foul had to be against Malvern Prep, even though we didn't point at them. And Now no, the so co- coaching sorry. staff for Malvern will, will get the explanation. 10.58 to play, second quarter. We've played just over a minute here in the second half. Explorers still leading 14 to seven, and it'll be third and about seven yards from the 23-yard line. Explorers started the drive after a touchback on the initial drive, so all they need is the nose of that football to be touching a 30-yard line for a first down. Ferguson in the shotgun, inside hand off to Madden, cuts it the other way, up past the 23-yard line, goes down at the 25, will be fourth and five, and the Explorers will be forced to punt on their first drive of the second half.
1: Kind of an ugly start there uh, to the second half here for the Explorers.
0: Mike Rasick, the punter. Punt will come from number 12, Mike Rasek. Kevin Lajines comes in motion for blocking. They come straight through, and they got it. The block comes to the goal line. Who falls on it? It'll be a safety if it's the Explorers. It'll be a touchdown if it's Malvern. Malvern thinks they have it, and they do. Touchdown, Friars, on the blocked punt. As
1: punt is blocked. Recovered in the end zone. Touchdown.
0: The Friars within a point of tying this one, and guys just not good blocking. They came straight through the hole and never had a chance for Rasek to get that off.
1: Uh, He he had three Malvern, three Friars on him, and I mean, that was... Expect nothing else there.
0: Special teams, gentlemen. Came
1: through almost untouched.
0: Special teams has dominated the game thus far. Malvern scored their first touchdown, as we mentioned. After going for it with a fake punt that earned them a first down, then the Explorers, on their second touchdown, started at the Malvern 30-yard line after a bad snap on the punt led to a very short kick, and now this extra point up and good lands about five yards beyond the.
1: And that was it's not, beyond not being only not getting through very far. It almost squeaked through on the uh, the right up right there
0: not the most convincing extra point i've ever seen but nonetheless we are tied at 14 with 10 12 to play in the third quarter.
1: if that was from nfl new extra point distance there was no way
0: (laughs) speaking of which rob if we can take a slight tangent here while we're calling high school football we have seen more missed extra points than i believe what's the stat the last five years already in three games in In three weeks two two weeks weeks
1: here two weeks in a game and you know what's it's it's crazy too, you think of all the teams that are going, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers for example, you know, they're saying they're gonna go for two every time now. That's they're right. The one time uh, in their game last week where they did go for an extra point, they ended up missing it. So it's like, eh, hey, why are sure. we gonna do it?
0: And you you've seen yeah. Chip Kelly from all his years at Oregon, he went for two when the extra point was still from two and a half yards out. Now he well, they have to score some touchdowns first, but <laughs> once they start doing that, they might think about going for two themselves. Yeah, I was
1: yeah, they're so well. I don't even know. There are no words for what's going on there right now. So,
0: so we will turn our attention back to the field here. Malvern Prep tied the football game. They fake once again. The onside kick. They won't kick it off though. One of the players went clearly beyond the line of scrimmage, which would indicate offside, but nothing called. Instead, Brandon Chiazza will kick it. It is an onside kick and receiving it at the 45 yard line and going down instantly are the Explorers. That was number 19, Nick Piscopo. So special teams, they were trying to go right back at him here after initially scoring on the miscue on special teams for the Explorers. Malvern Prep tried to kick an onside kick, Piscopo right there for the recovery. Andrew, do you like that play selection or that that strategy from Malvern there?
2: Well, from Malvern, you're definitely trying to catch LaSalle off guard, but uh, you just didn't you didn't get the big hop that you always want to get when you're on uh, when you're going for to try to recover an onside kick. Um, so we'll see if it comes back to bite him.
0: Handoff to Madden, hit right at the line of scrimmage, gets another yard, down at the 46 yard line. Will be second and nine for the Explorers. I have no problem with the call, but they looked a little. Lackadaisical, even, after the kick. Not like going full bore, trying to hit the heck out of somebody.
2: Yeah, I agree. They did not look like they were really even trying to recover the ball. They looked like it was kind of a a botched squib almost.
0: Yeah, a Sunday hot to Pisco went down, and not a fryer in sight. Now second and nine from the Explorer 46, Ferguson in the shotgun. Inside handoff to Madden, gets past the 50, hit at the 48, and goes down to the 46. A little bit of a shove after the play.
2: Gotta love seeing the LaSalle offensive line open up these big holes for Cy Madden to get through. First down, stop gets, you know, maybe a yard or two. Second down comes right back. They have faith inside, they have faith in the offensive line, and he gets a nice little gain.
0: Third and two upcoming. Explorers are now in Friar territory at the 47 yard line. They need the 45 yard stripe for a first down. Two receivers to the far side, Nick Renella and Charles Heaton. Troy Holland, the lone receiver to the near side, side Madden. A botched snap. Ferguson trying to get rid of it. Throws it up the field, unable to connect with Holland. And the bad snap led to the incompletion there. Nearly a turnover by the Explorers. A flag is on the play. Likely will be holding against the Explorers.
2: And for what that play was, that was that was a great play by Ferguson, able to, you know, keep a guy off him just long enough and be able to stay up to, to get that ball away and you know avoid the sack.
0: In fact, what you might have is you might have another shot at third down here because if you're Malvern prep, is there any way you decline this penalty and set up fourth and two?
2: I don't think so, no.
0: There's certainly a chance that the Explorers could go for it. But the Explorer sideline is clapping.
2: Looks like they- a Malvern penalty.
0: Unless they're picking up the flag, which they might be doing as well. This officiating crew has had a lot to think about. It's like an SAT study session over here.
2: <laughs> Seem a little bit experienced, like they're, they don't have uh, a lot of chemistry out there themselves.
0: So the four officials are discussing a fifth official. Is right uh, by the Malvern defense. Still I no mean, call.
1: We don't. We don't have high school replacement refs or anything like that, do we? Guys...
0: <laughs> I was thinking
2: the same thing.
0: So they're going to give a first down to the Explorers without any motion whatsoever as to what the penalty may or may not be. Call me crazy, but that's not common practice.
2: And that's a huge play for uh, for LaSalle, and I can tell Malvern's coaching staff's not too happy over there on the other sideline especially yep. without an explanation.
0: It's a five-yard penalty for what is your guess. You may be listening on the radio, but you still have as good a guess as we do. It'll be a first down for the Explorers from the 42-yard line of Malvern. New life, 8.41 to play third quarter.
2: LaSalle getting set early. Look like they're getting ready to quick snap it as Malvern's coach is still out on the field uh, arguing with the officials.
0: Now the head referee puts the ball back into play. Clock stopped at 841. Tied at 14. Explorers moving left to right on your radio dial. Inside handoff to Ranella. We'll have a false start penalty against the Explorers, which will back them up five yards. It'll be first and 15. Choppy second half here, gentlemen.
2: Definitely is the special teams miscue. Obviously, the the big story so far. But um, the only, I guess the only solace you can take here is um, with that short uh, kickoff, now the Explorers, you can play field position here a little bit. You don't necessarily have to go for it if you get into you know, fourth and 10, fourth and maybe even fourth and seven, things like that. You don't necessarily have to go for it and you can try and pin Malvern back and uh, get a stop. Early second half,
0: 8.40 to play, third quarter. Pistol formation for the Explorers, two receivers out wide each way. Ferguson. Looks to change the signals at the line of scrimmage. Now takes the snap. Looks for the screen pass to Heaton. Catches the ball but has his knees on the ground as he catches it in high school. That's considered down. Another loss for the Explorers. A loss of one and it'll be second and 16. It's tough to teach because that's good practice, especially if you're getting to the next level in the NFL, but you want to secure that catch, but also, the realization that you're behind the line of scrimmage, so almost better not to secure it Yeah. and keep your knee off the ground give yourself a chance to make that run after the catch.
2: You might also like to see Ferguson put a little bit more on that and get that out there to, uh, to Charles Heaton so that sure. he can get out and make a move. He's one of your playmakers.
0: I think, I think that goes without saying. Ab- absolutely not the best throw in the world, but now the clock runs. A loss of one. Explorers have to get the playoff quickly. They do. Inside handoff to Madden after a so-so snap. Gets hit at the 46 yard line, wrapped up by a band of friars. A two yard, maybe three yard gain. Call it a gain of three. Third and 13 upcoming, a tie game at 14. LaSalle on the road against Malvern Prep. This game being played at Upper Dublin High School. Ferguson takes the signs from the sideline now relays these messages to the team. Trips to the near side. trainer, Renella, and Holland. The snap comes to Ferguson. Five-step drop. Lots of time. Over the middle. Throws to Madden. Makes the catch at the 39-yard line. Gets hit at about the 40 and He'll be spotted just behind the 40 yard line, so it will be fourth down and about eight for the Explorers. Punt team led by Mike Rasick comes onto the field.
1: I was going to say before the punt team ran on, this was sort of the same spot of the field they were on or at when they, they did go for it in the first half, but I guess obviously you want to play a tie game here in the second half. You want
0: to start taking advantage of the field position battle. We'll see how much Malvern comes after this one. They lay back a lot more. Easy punt here for. It. It. And now it looks like Malvern had touched it. LaSalle recovers at the 21 yard line. Officials give it to the Explorers. That is incredibly fortunate. The Explorers recover the punt. It wasn't by the deep back that was trying to make the play, he was waving off the flanker on the outside. It hit him as he wasn't even looking, bounced back towards where the original line of scrimmage was. And a couple of explorers
2: fell on it, and that's a play that you see at the NFL and college football today, where the uh, the gunners coming down or the guys trying to block the gunners on the receiving team, they uh, you know they don't necessarily see where the ball's at, and when the return man doesn't catch it, I mean, he might have he would have been catching that at around the ten yard line, but you still want to fair catch it and secure possession and uh, get the ball back for your offense.
0: And now an incredible development, not just the retainage of possession for the explorers. But number seven, Rashawn Lucaine, in obvious pain, grasping at his left hamstring, not able to put much, if any, weight on it. And now they're going to have two of the bigger players from the Malvern team to help him by the shoulder. He's going to wave them off and try to come off on his own power. But guys, he has nothing, no power whatsoever on that left hamstring. Now we'll call them back. Couldn't even get to the hash mark. Now we'll take the help. And won't put any weight as he's being carried off the field by his teammates. Uh, a very unfortunate injury. We've seen Lusane and all the athleticism that he brings to the table. And you never want to see anybody get hurt. In terms of how this 48 minutes could progress, though, that could be a big factor in this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was looking good out of the Wildcat there, you know. Whether he was running the ball or... Talking it under uh, to run it or go over the top of his throws. He showed his arm. So, I mean, that, that sort of turns Malvern into a one-dimensional team here in the second half.
0: Ferguson, the sweep to Madden, makes one man mess at the 17-yard line, gets hit at the 15, and down to the 13-yard line.
2: Gain of eight. Charles Heaton had a great block there to seal the edge for uh, for Madden and get him to the outside. Pancaked his man. Uh, I always love to see that. Uh, Just opening up the hole for Sai, and now the Explorer's in good shape.
0: 5.49 to play. Third quarter, the Explorers have gotten new life. After the ball was touched on the punt by Malvern and then recovered by the Explorers. Inside handoff to Madden, looks for a hole, breaks off one tackle, spins inside the 10 to the 5 yard line, a first down for the Explorers. It'll be first and goal.
1: For everyone that was listening at halftime, Bill talked about, you know, this Malvern team is a team that really doesn't make mistakes uh, and doesn't beat themselves. This is one opportunity. I mean, they did it. They did hurt themselves here, so now you got to capitalize capitalize on it, and the Explorers look like they're in position to do that. Do just that. So.
0: And it's unfortunate. It really is. The guy that was tailing the gunner down the field, as you mentioned, Andrew, I mean, he's not looking for that ball. That's on the return man to wave violently. Get away, get away. Now the Explorers will hand off inside to Madden. A great play off the edge, number 17, Ryan Murphy. The linebacker makes the play. It'll be second and goal from about the six. No room whatsoever there for
1: Madden.
0: Corbin Mel was on the field, he will come off now. Substitution for the Explorers, Rennell into the game. Chris Ferguson addresses the team in the huddle. 4.32 to play. A tie game. The Explorers driving left to right on your radio dial down inside the 10 of Malvern. He will roll to the near side. The catch made by Holland and he'll walk into the end zone. A touchdown for the Explorers. It's a
1: nice little bootleg there. Just get everyone moving and Holland found space, turned around, sat there and Caught the ball for the touchdown.
0: With 4.18 to play in the third quarter, LaSalle makes Malvern pay for the mistake in special teams. And Matt Savage will be on to attempt the extra point. Mike Rassic, the punter, will be the holder. Rassic will check with Savage. Savage gives the nod, the snap, and the hold. It is up and good. The Explorers lead 21-14 on the road against Malvern Prep. Easy pitch and catch there, guys, for the Explorers. They rolled out Ferguson to the right side, obviously throwing with his momentum. He's shown the ability to make that throw, and he's been comfortable that way so far this season. Holland sits down a little bit in the coverage, makes the catch at the two, and walks in.
1: And that was a great response. You could sort of see the uh, Malvern team, as the defense as they were going off the side. A little frustrated there, you know. Couldn't step it up for their special teams and hold the, the Explorers there. They, they let that mistake on special teams really come back and bite them. So,
0: The Explorers will kick off from the 40-yard line as they do in high school.
2: And the special teams battle will continue. We had, um, I believe it was a 15-yard gain on the fake punt earlier for Malvern. Which led to a scoring, or which uh, helped uh, Malvern march down and capitalize on their scoring drive. Then Malvern blocks a punt, recovers that in the end zone to uh, tie up the game. And now, botched play on uh, the punt return for Malvern Prep. LaSalle recovers, takes advantage. Now it's 21-14.
0: Matt Savage set to kick off for the Explorers. Back deep to receive number eighty-nine, Matt Dollar, and number five, Zach Fernandez. Ball's headed towards Fernandez, who will catch it to 10. Goes to the far side, has some blocking, up to the 30-yard line, gets tripped up, and will go down at the 35-yard line. Where the Friars will start their first. Drive of the second half. Kind of crazy to believe. But the touchdown came on the blocked punt from the Explorers. Then the Explorers drove the ball down the field, punted themselves. The Malvern offense never came onto the field, and the touchdown came just a few minutes ago. Now an inside handoff to Allison. Breaks a tackle at the 40-yard line, goes down at the 42. A gain of six. And I think with Lusane
1: down, you're gonna see a lot more Allison uh, here in the second half now.
0: Nick Maris, the quarterback in the huddle. Now giving instructions to the left tackle. Number 65, Nick Leisure. Handoff will come to Allison. Makes one man miss, but then another Explorer right there at the line of scrimmage. The tackle made at the 42 yard line.
1: Great job getting penetration through the line there.
0: Very similar to the Explorers. Malvern a lot of inside handoffs to their running back star, O'Shawn Allison. 3.20 to play, third quarter. LaSalle leading 21-14 against Malvern Prep. The Friars dressed in their white tops, navy bottoms with a silver helmet. Inside handoff to Allison. Makes one-man miss. Jared Walls on the tackle, but not before Allison gets to the midfield stripe and a first down.
2: And that play looked like it was supposed to go inside up the middle, and it looked like Allison bounced that one outside and was able to find some blocks and get downfield for the first down.
0: Now limping is number 21, O'Shawn Allison. The walking wounded here, he is grabbing also at his left hamstring.
1: That is two big playmakers to go out on the
0: sidelines there for Malvern Prep. Just a huge turn in this game. Now it'll be Zach Fernandez, the primary tailback. Nick Maris under center, they'll throw it up the middle. The catch made right near the first down marker. And now that he's being pushed forward at the forty. The spot will be right at the forty. It's an odd, it's an odd time for the whistle there, guys.
1: Yeah, I mean he still had forward momentum. I don't know.
0: Ian the Murray that Ian Murray, the tight end, and I think the whistle either needs to be blown while he's being being pushed backwards. But at that point, if you miss it, I mean then he starts getting pushed forward. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden you're blowing it dead as he's gaining. A half a yard a second being pushed forward by the pile. Very odd. First down and 10 from the 40-yard line of the Explorers. The Friars are driving. Maris in the shotgun. Hand off to Fernandez. Cuts it up the middle to the 30, to the 25, down to the 20, and gets tackled at the 16-yard line. A big run from Fernandez, who switched gears. A lat- One lateral cut got him through, and then it was straight north and south from there.
1: And it looks like even with uh, Allison out, they're going to stick with the the game plan of the inside handoffs there. So they obviously have two able backs that are cutting through this defense right now.
0: Maris will hand off again to Fernandez, who gets the edge, tackled by the Explorers, right near the sideline after a gain of four.
2: And that time the Explorers sold out a little bit to the run I saw, uh, we saw here, uh, looked like uh, three corners out Uh, Covering the wide receiver split out and everyone else looked like they were sitting, staying at home and keeping the holes up the middle uh, blocked off so that Allison had to bounce that. or I'm sorry not Allison, uh, so that the running back had to bounce it outside. Fernandez, thank you.
0: A buck 18 to play, third quarter. Maris again in the shotgun, second and six. They'll throw the screen out wide. Catch made. Tackle attempted by Varanis, holding on by the jersey as he stretches it out wide. That's enough just barely to get Matt Dollar to the ground will be short of the first down. Third and one upcoming. Deep in the LaSalle territory and very likely four down territory here. Will Malvern go from under center third and one? They will not after breaking the huddle. Hand off to Fernandez. A hold comes on the outside. Call will be made. It was number 72 for the Explorers, Chris Maloney, the sophomore defensive lineman who was held, and that was what gave Fernandez all he needed to get that first down, but they'll bring it back. Now number 26, Sam Hardy, is down at the four-yard line for the Explorers on his back. Trainer Dave Crow taking a look. Tough to see from here while he's lying on his back where the pain is. Now sitting up, number 26, Sam Hardy. Up on his own power. And it looks like the left Leg of some kind is bothering him. Not putting a ton of weight, Sam Hardy. That knee already well bandaged and with a brace on it. You hope that it's not a reaggravation of some type of injury there for one of the key guys on this defensive line uh, on the linebacking core, number twenty-six, Sam Hardy. Hold it, hold it. Hardy, a senior, 6'4", 220 pounds. Third and 13 it will be as we're back to play. Maris rolls to the right, has some trouble, and Chris Maloney, number 72, a big sack, which likely will take them out of field goal range all the way back at the 25-yard line.
2: I'm not even sure if they were in field goal range after that, uh, that extra point attempt that we saw. Um, but, again, knocking him back even farther now. We're going to make it even more difficult on uh, fourth down here for uh, the Friars.
0: Fourth and about seven upcoming. They'll spot him at the 24-yard line. We'll have a stoppage on the field, which is the end of the third quarter. After 36 minutes of football, the Explorers lead 21-14 to on the road against Malvern Prep. They scored after recovering a fumble on... A punt that Rasek kicked down the field. It hit a fryer, and the Explorers fell on it. That led to a short field and a touchdown drive by the Explorers. Now a couple big stops and a holding penalty by Malvern has pushed them back, and like Andrew said, very likely out of field goal range. It would be a 41-yard field goal from here. There's a little bit of wind at the back, so although as we change fields, I should completely reverse that statement. Now at the beginning of the fourth quarter, They'll be going into a little bit of a win, should take the field goal, likely completely off the table. Rob, let's get your thoughts in here. The third quarter, what we saw, they went in with a 14 to seven lead, the Explorers did, the momentum shifts after the punt block. We really haven't seen much of this offense from Malvern Prep. This is their first drive of the third quarter, and now into the fourth quarter. How does this last 12 minutes shape out strategy-wise? Strategy
1: well, first of all, for the Explorers, I think you're going to obviously stick to the ground game and keep trying to run the clock out here um, as we get deep in, deeper into the fourth. But um, the defense, it, you know, this it goes back to to the theme we've sort of been talking about here uh, with the bend don't break.
0: That's exactly right. Now up top, Malvern almost had the touchdown. It was from number 16, Nick Maris, the quarterback. They were looking for Murray. And Murray, for the second time this game, had the opportunity to lay out and almost certainly would have had that ball within his grasp, but chooses to stay up, keep the jersey clean, and now it'll be first down for the Explorers. How do you not lay out oh. fourth and 16 or whatever it was?
1: Really unfortunate, and for the Explorers, that's a, that's about as far as you can go in terms of bending without snapping <laughs> just in half. I mean, I'm really fortunate there that that was just off of the fingertips. So now here for LaSalle, I think you're going to get a heavy dose of the run game. Um, sort of been working for them all night. you yep. know. Um, so side Madden finding holes in this defense and look to keep that going.
0: I'll tell you what, before we get to the Explorers' possession here, Ian Murray's going to have a lot to think about tonight after two plays where he could have just laid out the body. Now the sweep to the outside comes to Madden. A flag comes, will likely be holding on the Explorers. side. Madden up past the 35-yard line to the 36. Would be a first down, but we await the result of the flag, which will almost certainly be a hold on the Explorers.
1: And I like the idea um, of them sweeping them out to the outside there because they, they sort of have been going up the middle all night, so you kind of want to get the defense not to really settle in into the box there. But at the same time, the the, the runs up the middle have really worked for them, so um, I, don't, I don't really know that you need to switch the game plan there that much
0: yeah we've seen enough of those sweeps that it's not completely out of the original game plan but i hear you the inside handoff has been very successful it'll be first and 24 the hold came well in the backfield so the hold coming four yards behind the original line of scrimmage back them up another 10 that's how you get to your first and 24 11 34 to play in the fourth quarter two running backs in the backfield Madden directly behind Chris Ferguson. Ferguson hands off to the inside. A lot of room for Madden up past the 15 and to the 20-yard line. Gain of 10 yards. Explorers will now have second and 14.
2: That was a nice job there on the draw play by Ferguson. Definitely sold, uh, dropping back and then handed it off to Madden, coming behind him. And it's it's a lot of fun to watch. side Madden run and bounce off of the tacklers and you know fall forward and get these extra yards and set up. Uh, LaSalle and you know, convertible, uh, I'm sorry, into range where they could definitely get this first down.
0: You do really wonder where this team would be offensively without guys like Nick Ranella and Cy Madden. All year long have made big plays. 10 47 to play, now second and 14. Explorers from their own 20 yard line. Ferguson will drop back, throw it over the top. He's looking for Heaton, and Heaton had an opportunity as well to lay out. Goes just beyond his fingertips at the 40 yard line. And that's the 40-yard line on the Malvern side of the football field guys that's quite a chuck there from Chris Ferguson about a 40yard 40 45 yard throw we'll say just a perfect spiral really put it in a good spot I think Heaton has an opportunity to lay out
2: definitely and that that's a great it's a great point that uh you know F- Ferguson hasn't really been given the opportunity I don't think too much in this offense to throw the ball downfield and take his his shots like that and when you when you put one in a spot like that where only a receiver can get it and uh, he doesn't come up with it it's definitely uh it's definitely a little uh, disappointing as a quarterback.
0: Yeah, guys, when I when I say things three four times, I mean, maybe I'm am I being too tough? Are these not balls that could be laid out for?
1: Oh uh, no, they they easily are. I mean, they're they're they have just the right amount of touch. I mean, maybe a little more air under underneath them would help the receiver out, but they're right there for them to
0: grab. And jet just- sweep now comes. Nick Rennell takes a hit at the 30-yard line and goes down at the 31. He'll be four yards short of the first down. Fourth and four upcoming for the Explorers. Likely to punt. Rasick will get a little bit of wind as he's punting right to left on your radio dial. The wind has been a bit prevailing in that direction the entire game.
3: The punt
4: for
0: Malvern, nine men on the line of scrimmage. Lajines comes in motion for blocking. They get through. They nearly block it again. Rasik gets it off. Catch will be made at the 28-yard line. Fernandez comes to the 40. 40- all
1: over the place for a block in the back there, and it looks like the flag came out.
0: Yep, and he'll go down just before the 40-yard line, but no matter, the flags will likely bring the Friar offense back even further to start off this drive. The very animated LaSalle crowd in front of us. If the referees didn't see it, they were going to let them know about it. 9.52 to play fourth quarter, and now Flags, guys. We took a look at special teams, and maybe that overshadowed a little bit, but Flags against Malvern starting to become a big storyline as well. Thwarting drives, giving bad field position where otherwise you would have had a decent return. Also canceling out a touchdown
1: run by uh, Allison
0: earlier on. Right, exactly. Now Maris in the shotgun. The handoff to Allison who's back into the game but goes down on the backfield. A three-yard loss. The Explorers with a big stop. Chris Maloney there to get him by the shoestrings. It's
1: a nice job by Maloney busting through the line there. Grabbing Allison before he can shake him and make a move and get free.
0: Second and 13. 9.31 9.31 to play in the fourth quarter. Malvern down by a touchdown. Driving left to right on your radio dial. Looking to make something happen offensively. Maris, the inside handoff. A little bit more room for Allison. Cuts up for about five yards to the 28 yard line. It'll be third and seven.
2: Just a quick update from the south sideline. Uh, Sam Hardy on the trainer's table. He's got his leg. It looks like it's wrapped up in a, in a lot of ice, and I'm sure he's doubtful to return for this game.
0: Thank you, Andrew. Third and seven upcoming. Under nine minutes to play, fourth quarter. LaSalle defense trying to get a stop here and give the offense the ball once more. Four men with the fist down in the line of scrimmage. Three linebackers, and they're going to bring them all. Up the middle of the pressure. The catch made at the 36-yard line. The throw was initially intended for Rashawn Lassane. It was in his hands, popped out and forward to Tim Lynch, who was just sitting on the 36, make it 37-yard line just beyond the sticks. An incredible play. Deflection, not the way you draw it up, but a first down for the Friars.
2: Very lucky there for the Friars, and Lesale was bringing the heat there. and They almost got to uh, to the quarterback there and brought him down for, for a sack.
0: Inside handoff comes to O'Shawn Allison. Makes one man miss at the 40-yard line. Makes another man miss at the 42 and falls forward at the 43-yard line. A gain of six for O'Shawn Allen. A new life for the Friars after a, a broken play, essentially. Quarterback was on his way down. The throw came over the middle just beyond the reach of Rashawn Lussein, but it popped off his hands into the hands of number 10 Tim Lynch for the first down. Now they're rolling here at the 43 yard line. Looking to drive into the Explorer territory. Jet sweep comes, number 14 Faye. Faye turns and spins, gets up to the 47 yard line. Will be very close to a first down. Maybe a half a yard short. Third and one upcoming. They'll spot it right at the 46 yard line. Nose of the football just onto the hash mark.
2: Jared Walls made a nice play there, getting out wide, forcing uh, the blocking receiver to get outside, and even um, the running back ran into his receiver there, which might have been able to fall forward and get that first down if he had him.
0: Guys, I think four-down territory here as well. Rashawn Lusain trying to erase any doubt. Up the middle, hit at the 46, can't get forward. The ball looks to be spotted at the 46-and-a-half-yard line. That will be very close. And the fist goes up. we Will be fourth down and inside a yard. Rashawn Lussein was hit up front. Anthony Piscopo, Jared Walls were there on the stop. And the offense stays on the field for the Friars. 6.42 to play. A key moment in this game. Ball spotted at the 46 yard line. They need just shy of the 47. Seine in the backfield. Allison there as well. Two receivers to the near side. Faye comes in motion. And the Explorers do not budge. A timeout will be called by Malvern. They were likely to trying to draw the Explorers off sides, but they do not. And now the Friars will think about it a little bit more. Guys, I still would not be surprised if they come out and go for this.
1: No, not at all. I mean, you've sort of seen this all night, the fourth down plays being key here. Uh, the first half, I, you know, the fake punt, broken play, but the Explorers going for it and keeping their drive alive. It's They can convert this. It's a real momentum uh, builder for them, and, a, you know, puts LaSalle on their heels a little bit here. It's a big play coming up.
0: Offense back on the field. It will not be Rashawn Lucaine under center, however. It will be the starting quarterback, Nick Maris. To the outside, number 10, Tim Lynch. Trips now to the far side. O'Shawn Allison in the backfield with Maris. Fourth and one. Explorers with five men on the line of scrimmage. Inside handoff, hit in the backfield, hit again. The Explorers have come up huge. Huge stand. Maloney again on the stop. And the Explorer defense has turned over Malvern. Prep. Chris Ferguson in the offense, back onto the field, 6-12 to play in the fourth. They just weren't
1: going to let that convert, let Malvern convert that play. I mean,
2: you saw three explorers there just bust through the line and grab a hold of Allison and tear him down in the backfield. In this defensive line, you know, uh, two weeks ago we saw a sack on fourth down to, uh, to end the game, and now another huge play in the clutch here to get the stop on fourth down and short. Who
0: can um, be stronger in the trenches? Who can get the pads lower than the other? The answers unequivocally on the last two possessions and the last two downs specifically have been the LaSalle Explorers. Ferguson now in the shotgun, Cy Madden to his right. Nick Ranella in motion, two receivers to the far side. Handoff up the middle, gets past the 45 yard line, goes down at the 42, a gain of three for Cy Madden. Andrew, we've seen Madden become the workhorse here tonight. We've seen him split carries for a lot of the year with Ranella, that changed a little bit at DeMatha, and now we're seeing pretty much every carry out of the backfield come to Madden, Ranella mostly a slot receiver at this point.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Just the way Madden runs is it's really, uh, really hard to compare. Ranella's is another great back, in my opinion. Um, But, you know, when you have a guy, Cy Madden, who you you can rely on and get get him up, uh, get him in between the trenches and run him outside, you want to stick with him.
0: Andrew Maloney, the tight end, set up on the left side. Cy Madden directly behind Ferguson. The handoff comes, and right at the line of scrimmage, he will be hit. They tried to go off the right tackle, but good penetration by Malvern Prep. Will be third and seven.
2: Malvern was right there to sniff out that uh, stretch play. Uh, now going to put LaSalle in a situation here where you got to wonder, do you do you try and run the ball and give you know give Cy Madden another shot uh, to break a big play, or do you... Maybe look to throw it short, maybe a screen pass.
0: 4.55 to play. Clock is running. LaSalle is in no hurry. You may force them to burn another timeout and just run the ball here. Set them up with a deep field. And then, of course, when you have a guy like Madden, you do never know the ability to go get a first down anyways. But instead, it'll be a five-wide receiver set. Lone backfield, Ferguson. And the penalty comes from the back. Judge, it'll be a delay of gain penalty against the Explorers. That will back them up beyond the 45 yard line of Malvern. Delay of gain it'll be spotted at the 46 yard line, third and about 12 upcoming. Ferguson will get the signs from the sideline, will run into the huddle, back to the defense. Barks out the instructions, and now the team breaks the huddle. Side Madden to the left of Ferguson. Ferguson in the shotgun, hands off inside. Side Madden trying to get to the edge, cannot. About a three-yard gain to the 44, where he's wrapped up by number 85, Seth Jenny. The sophomore lineman makes the stop, and the Explorers are forced to punt. 4.15 to play, fourth quarter. Explorers are able to tick this under four minutes if they use the entirety of the play clock.
1: Coverage on this punt's going to be huge. I mean, you've seen, well, we'll see right now.
0: Malvern Long punt, a bit likely there. going to let it over his head. We'll need a really good hop, and said it lands in the end zone. So the Explorers punt the football. Malvern will get a shot here with 3.56 to play in the fourth quarter, starting from their own 20 yard line. And you can't sit here with 3.56 to play and a seven-point lead for the Explorers and not think about the touchdown that was called back on the play from Allison and not think about the opportunity when number seven, Rashawn Lusain threw the ball up and Ian Murray had all day to go to the end zone. Another one where Lusain just overthrew it. Screen pass comes. Fernandez unable to come up with it, tried to catch it with one hand on the near side, could not come up with it at second and ten. But you look at those just three plays to begin with. I mean, that's three touchdowns taken off the board and a seven-point game.
1: So for as much as Malvern doesn't like to hurt themselves, I mean, they did have some huge missed opportunities. And also for the Explorers, too. You look back, they had the end of this uh, first half there, the missed opportunity going, driving into the red zone and not being able to convert on the touchdown there. So both sides here really uh, could be a different story.
0: I think. In practice this week, there are going to be a lot of mistakes honed in upon, but at this point in the game, all you need is a victory. Inside handoff to Fernandez, taken down at the 23-yard line. They'll spot him at the 24 as he rolled over the linebacker of LaSalle, number 20 Kohler-Setley.
2: Friars offensive line there did a great job of opening up a hole for um, for Fernandez there, but LaSalle's linebacker in did an even better job of swarming the ball and, uh, wrapping him up before he got too much.
0: Third and six. Getting late early here. 3.22 to play. Fourth quarter. Maris throws it down the field. Has Lusane and the catch is made at the 48 yard line. There you go. LaSalle
1: lost him in the in their secondary and Lusain was just able to find, get open and, and finally convert on a, a deep pass there.
0: Trey McNeil, a defensive back, I think had an opportunity to go get the football, instead focused on tackling the guy after. Certainly if you go and miss there, it could be a touchdown, but that ball hung up a little bit longer than I think Maris would have liked. Now Fernandez gets the inside handoff, tries to get the edge, cuts inside at the 50-yard line, taken down at the 48. From 48 to 48, a four-yard gain. 2.53 to play, fourth quarter. Malvern driving now into LaSalle territory.
2: And, you know, Malvern, I guess that makes them one of six for the day on uh, passes of about 20 yards or more. Um, and what a, what a spot to get it in, you know, ticking down under three minutes. We're about 238 now, and that's a huge play to, to get the first down.
0: Allison in the backfield with Maris. Faye to the outside, and nobody was looking for it on the screen pass. They were looking for number 24, Quincy Watson. Who turned up field on a wheel type route as the ball was being thrown his way on the out route?
1: I was going to ask this while they were back inside uh, in their own territory, but now we're a little closer to midfield. Do you think at this point you don't convert on a third and six, third and seven? I mean, is this four down territory here this late in the
0: game? I think it is. I think and I think it might have been even back at the 35 yard line in your own territory. So I think this absolutely is. Malvern's used at least one timeout here. Not a ton of opportunities to stop the clock from this point on. Now a trick play. Ball still in the hands of Maris, but he is sacked. Garrett Zobel, number 77. The big man beat the right tackle. And sacks number 16, Maris. And there was, I mean, if
1: you look around the field there, the South secondary had great coverage, um, finally tonight on a, on a guy streaking down the field. So that, that really, their tight coverage helped Create that
0: sack opportunity, and now a timeout called by Malvern Prep. 2:20 to play. Now only one timeout remaining. Guys, their eggs are in the basket right now. They need to go for it on fourth and eight.
2: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Uh, just to go back to that last play, though, Garrett Zobel, the sophomore, making the play. It's great to see, you know, young guys in the program coming up and making big plays like that. But yeah, it's definitely from here on out with 2:20 left. Uh, if I'm if I'm the Friars here, I'm, I'm not thinking I'm going to see the ball much if at all if I give the ball back to LaSalle, so this is definitely uh, four-down territory.
0: Fourth and eight. Ball on the midfield stripe on the D, the gray D of Upper Dublin's logo in the center of the field. Malvern, undefeated to this point in the season, had not given up a point entering the game now facing their first loss of the season. If they can't convert or get the ball back, LaSalle will burn a timeout. They wanted a look at the offensive set that Malvern came out out in. Now they get the look and they're going to take a a bit of an idea and info session from Coach John Steinmetz here on defense. explorers dressed in their gold helmets navy blue jerseys gold pants malvern silver helmets white tops navy blue pants rob what are we going to see here on fourth and eight with the game on the line Uh,
1: i mean fourth and eight you, you gotta you gotta expect pass Um, So you're going to want some tight coverage from LaSalle's secondary. Their corners get up on guys, not give them space, really roughing them up. Get them out of their routes
0: and just hold them here. Fourth and eight. Murphy in motion. The snap to Maris. Pressure. Hit in the backfield. Ball is loose. Picked up by Malvern Prep. But it's a fourth down. Once again, the Explorers come up huge. The sack by number five, Anthony Piscopo.
1: Excellent pressure there by
0: LaSalle. Didn't even give him uh,
1: Malvern's quarterback a chance to get his eyes down the field. And before he knew
0: it, guys were in the backfield wrapping them up and bringing them down. Malvern Prep had the opportunity fourth and eight. They couldn't protect Maris. And big number five, he's a wrestler for a reason. One of the best that this country has to offer. And he just drilled Maris on that play.
2: And I guess we go back to the point I made earlier about LaSalle's defensive line coming up in the clutch. These big plays, big fourth downs. They're stepping up, getting to the quarterback, making plays.
0: 2-13 to play. Malvern one timeout remaining in the backfield. Ferguson with the inside handoff to Cy Madden. To the 40, now to the 30, to the 25, to the 15, 10-5. Touchdown, Explores. but a flag back. is in the backfield, likely to bring this one back.
2: I believe that was on uh, number two, Charles Heaton. Uh, I think they're Might have been a hold there and uh, he was definitely not happy about it
0: now we have a gash on the left leg of senior captain number 59 matt mcdermott really not bending that leg at all a big gash with blood running all the way down that right knee so we're going to take a look at that dave crow on the case and yes the call as we anticipated was a hold we'll bring the explorers back into their own territory, the 46-yard line.
2: That's a killer. That's that's icing the game right there. That's that's you know, that's all she wrote. But uh, penalties again coming back and uh, having a huge impact on the game.
0: Explorers able to get this clock down to about 130 if they run the ball three times, keep it in bounds, and force Malvern to use their one timeout would make it very tough at that point. We'll see. If they deviate from that at all, Corbin Mel in the backfield along with Nick Ranella. Chris Ferguson, the quarterback in shotgun, two receivers to the far side. Handoff up the middle to Renella gets hit at the 45 and goes down right there. At the line of scrimmage, maybe sneaks up to the 46. Timeout. the final one of the half comes from Alvern.
1: And to go back to that penalty there, I mean LaSalle and night really has been a more disciplined team. They haven't made many mistakes in terms of getting the refs on their case, so that that's a really unti- really time- bad timing for a penalty there for uh, LaSalle.
0: Certainly would still be difficult for Malvern here, and LaSalle can almost ice away the game, but to get a- another 50 yards to your name if you're mm. Cy Madden, mm. to have that taken away. Now, Heaton's block, in fairness, really opened up the hole and allowed him to get there, so y- you may... Um, you may have that as a causing factor of the run as right, well.
2: Right, um, that's a second huge run of the game—one for Malvern now, and one for LaSalle, uh, taken back by penalties.
0: And uh, to go back to that Malvern penalty—a little bit different. I mean, Allison was far and away all the way right. to the end zone. The block made in the back about ten yards behind the play. Really, a incredibly undisciplined play there. That was on the Malvern side. Now this penalty from Heaton brought the run back for the Explorers. Now the jet sweep comes to Ronella on second and long. Up past the 50-yard line. Comes across the 45. Push to the 40. Down to the 35. To the 30. Inside of the 27-yard line. A first down for the Explorers. And after first contact, he got about 20 yards. Then with a scrum, a mosh pit, he got another 15.
2: What a run by Ronella. And the big offensive lineman getting in there. Keep pushing, keep pushing get the first down, what a great play.
0: Once again number seven for Malvern, Rashawn Lussain who's played two ways and special teams. He's really been banged up and once again looks like the hamstring bothering him a little bit. He'll go off the field, but the Explorers with that first down have salted the game away. Will likely either go into the victory formation or run another ball here or there. Ferguson hands in the air to the sideline. A Little bit of confusion. Troy Holland will come off the field. Now the huddle breaks. The Explorers will indeed go into the victory formation. The greatest formation in football.
1: Sweetest play there is.
0: Clock still running with 1.22 to play fourth quarter. First down and 10 for the Explorers at the 28 yard line. Ferguson snaps and kneels. The following two snaps, only a formality, the Explorers will improve to 3 and 1 on the year. Malvern Prep will drop to 2 and 1. And their first game played this season in the Keystone State. Malvern Prep drops it to rival LaSalle. And after this one, maybe they want to,
1: you know, find a way to keep playing their games out of state.
0: Very impressive outings against St. Rita's and Holy Spirit. Malvern showed us glimpses and flashes of what that offense could be. And the defense, bend but don't break, a couple key turnovers, and the special teams that they showed as well. A lot of good things for this Friars team to take away, and a lot of mistakes that they will reflect back on as well.
1: A lot of missed opportunities, too. Like we keep mentioning throughout the night, just those passes over the top that were just out of reach, guys not stretching out, selling out their bodies. Could have been a different game if you know, those passes are completed.
0: 15 seconds to play. LaSalle may not even need to take another slim nap. They have not broken the huddle. Eight seconds to play. Explorers will not snap it again. Down to two, now one. It's a final from Upper Dublin High School. The LaSalle Explorers have defeated Malvern Prep. 21 to 14. LaSalle remains undefeated in the Keystone State. And next week, we'll travel back down into the Maryland, D.C. area, much like they did last weekend, and they will face McDonough, another strong team, not quite what we saw with Malvern, or with uh, the with Matha, I should say. Malvern provided a very strong test as well for this Explorer team, but the blue and gold able to come up with the victory and advance to 3-1. and one. Rob, final thoughts on what we saw here tonight.
1: Well, in terms of the offense, I mean, you you know, you really saw Chris Ferguson, um, with the exception of just that one mistake at the end of the first half there, really um, showed just how much this offense is starting to gel here three games into the season, Um, and Cy Madden, obviously, you know, still an explosive character, uh, really adds another dimension to this team, and also the defense, man, I mean, really just stepping up, Um, and they they had the, you know, the glimpses of the bend don't break, but for the most part, they really controlled the battle in the trenches there, and, and sort of controlled this game at the line, and uh, really helped them seal the win here.
0: Andrew your thoughts on what we saw here tonight and what we might see next week. A big one against McDonough.
2: It's going to be a huge game against uh, McDonough <laughs> but you know it's it's the defensive line coming through again in huge plays. Uh, the front seven of LaSalle really stepping up and uh, I think we'll look to see uh, next week at McDonough maybe a little bit of a different, uh, different coverage scheme as uh, you know some of those deep passes definitely you know beat LaSalle and LaSalle lucked out a little bit uh, with them being just a little bit overthrown and uh, with receivers not putting their bodies on the line. But overall, you know, the offense clicking more and more each week, uh, looking uh, looking ahead, looking forward to McDonough.
0: It's time for the Elmark signs and graphics player of the game. That's number 15, Cy Madden. Some big runs all night long and the ability to get into space. The Explorers win 21-14 to at Upper Dublin against Malvern Prep. For my color commentators, Rob Stott, Andrew Zorilli. I'm Bob Long saying so long from Upper Dublin High School. We will leave you with the LaSalle Pep Band and the playing of the alma mater.